0: You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. Today, my guest is helping you look and feel confident in your skin just in time for summer. He's a celebrity trainer, a boot camp instructor, and a fitness expert. You may recognize him from Sheena's Slim Down, his diet and fitness guide based off of his weight loss program for Miss Sheena Marie, who you may know from Vanderpump Rules. I love me some Vanderpump Rules. So please welcome celebrity trainer Seth Browning. Hey there. Hi, how are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having
0: me. I'm excited to have you and learn all about Sheena's slim down. I want a, a booty like Sheena.
1: Let's do it. Let's get <laughs> you a booty right now.
0: <laughs> yes. So before we dive deep into the convo, I need you to answer my icebreaker questions, okay? Oh, God. Okay. Here we go. First one. Uh, they start off pretty easy. First one, What's uh, where did you grow up and what part of the world are you currently living in right now?
1: Oh, that's not that bad. Um, I grew up in Orange County, California, in um, the city of Los Alamitos, right outside of Seal Beach, and I am currently residing in West Hollywood.
0: Okay. California. What's one word your mom would use to describe you? <laughs> Messy.
1: No, um, let me think.
0: Special. <laughs> <laughs> Special in what way?
1: I don't know. I think that I've always been a creative kid. I've always been opinionated, um, kind of an out of the box person, anti authority. So she's always been like, Well, you're my unique son, you know, you're my special son. You're gonna <laughs> go far.
0: <laughs> hey, and it's gotten you pretty far.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm 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 cool. I like it.
0: What's one thing people would not expect about you? Give me a fun fact.
1: Oh, well, you know what? Sometimes this surprises people and sometimes um, it doesn't since we're on that kind of topic of anti-authority. So I grew up as like this gutter punk kid when I was like 12, 13, 14 and like ran around like riding a skateboard, smoking weed underneath overpasses, wearing Doc Martens. Like I was bad kid. Oh, my
0: God. It's bad ass.
1: Yeah. And I liked punk rock and all of that stuff. Um and I'm still very much connected to that like uh angsty anarchy mindset where it's like very wild, but I you know um pulled my my shit together, as you say in your thing and um <laughs> and I you know I wanted to like create a business and be successful and be happy <laughs> yeah so but very much like that punk rock um mentality is still very deep in me so sometimes people like will look at me or they'll talk to me because i am i i can be well spoken and they'll be like really i'm like yeah that's that's my heart
0: i love maybe that's my fun fact what is your drink of choice
1: oh that's a good question Uh, uh um i like this thing called that i put together it's um one of what I call like my sweet tooth killers. And it actually has become just like my favorite drink, which is it's a lemonade spritzer. So it's like a full cup of ice and then filled up 75% of uh, sparkling water and then 25% lemonade. And it becomes like this lemonade spritzer. I love it.
0: I like it. Okay, last question. If you had to be reincarnated as a Kardashian, which one would it be?
1: Oh, God. Hold on. Let me think. I think Kim because I just want to get people out of prison.
0: <laughs> That's your only reason. I love it. <laughs> Kim is killing it right no, now.
1: No, I really, I actually really like her and respect her. Um, you know, I was, she's gotten flack for a long time, but in very many ways, she's an innovator and and she's helped people with fitness and helped give girls a, pot- a positive body image yeah which I really like and i like the i think that she's actually been a huge source of inspiration for people um and um and kind of moved uh, you know move people in more of like a healthier lifestyle
0: I agree. Look, people give her so much shit. And I get it. She did kind of have a start with the sex tape. And then she was a reality TV star. But it's like, look at what she's accomplished with it. Look at what her and her sisters have accomplished. They have several spin off shows, several successful, successful businesses that they run. And like you said, they've re uh, reinvented the whole what it means to be, you know, a beautiful woman. Like now you can have curbs and you can have a multifaceted career. And I'm like, props to Kim.
1: I mean, I'm super grateful for them because, you know, because of that, like it showed them back in the day, starting to lift weights in the gym. Mm-hmm. And that really changed the mindset of a lot of girls coming in to train with me. A lot of girls started seeing the value in that, you know, believe it or not, before the Kardashians and they were, you know, they're lifting weights. It was a, like a smaller percentage of girls that actually really accepted that. Yeah. And all, it so was now. Girls are lifting heavy. Girls are saying it's okay to have hips. It's okay to have a butt. You know, like when I first started training, you know, girls would be like, I don't want a butt. Like, I want no butt. I want my butt to be gone. So it's, uh, it, I think it's a good time. They've made it a good time to, be, you know, be a woman.
0: Absolutely. So what kind of sparked your career in the fitness space? You you know, you said you kind of grew up and you were very, you know, anti-rules and, you know, you were smoking weed with your Doc Martin. So how did that transition into this now celebrity fitness expert?
1: Well, it's been that's a great question. It's it's been a long journey. Um, I started lifting weights when I was 15 years old um, Mm. and I took a weightlifting class and I just fell in love with it. And so I like to say I was doing two a day since I was 15. Like, so I would do my weightlifting class. And then after school, I would go to the gym. I was the youngest person at the gym with 24-hour fitness. And so, you know, and I experienced like crippling anxiety and some depression when I was in high school. And exercise, working out really became a lifeline for me. And even Mm -hmm. out, you know, into college and things like that. So, I was always very interested in the fitness, and then one of my first jobs when I was nineteen was front desk at a gym, and I got my certification later on after that, but I never did anything and I went to college and so so on and so forth and then right around twenty eight I really burnt out i was working in I was actually working in journalism, and I really burnt out. And, I mean, I was, like, smoking and drinking and, like, working 24-7. And I just took my life back into my hands and said, you know, I, w- I don't want to live like this. I want to take care of myself and do something I'm actually passionate about. And then while I was trying to figure out what that was, I got a job uh, doing sales at 24-Hour Fitness because I knew that would be kind of a good job to get me started. I ended up selling more <laughs> personal training memberships than I did uh. – Gym memberships, which they said was a first in all of 24 Hour Fitness. And so they paid for me to become a trainer because they said, you're better as a trainer. So uh, 24 Hour Fitness sponsored my uh, training certification. Trained in uh, Orange County and then I moved to LA because I wanted to become um, more involved in fitness. I wanted to like explore being a fitness personality, and that's just really what took off and i really have now just like said this is my life this is what i want to do
0: i like it and so and you've really kind of built a a career out of this and now you have celebs that are your clients how did you transition from 24 hour to then now becoming this you know sought after celebrity trainer
1: so um 24 hour and don't get me wrong was like, it's the best company I ever worked for. And I knew, and then I went to Equinox in West Hollywood, which was also spectacular. Um, their education is like second to none. Um, but then I realized, you know, I actually want to make money and you don't really make money in training until you go private. Yeah. You can, um, you know, make a full rate as opposed to giving anyone a cut. Uh, and you know, you put, you spend some money on, um, or gym rent. Um, And so that's kind of like when I developed a following and just was consistently full with clients, I was like, I'm going to go off on my own. And I took that leap. And that's kind of how I really started taking off and learning how to run my own business. Really, really, really maximizing on social media. I was one of the first um, actual fitness influencers, if you believe it or not. This was before (laughs) Instagram. I and this was just when the video feature was released on Facebook, I would just start going into like grocery stores and in the gym and do little tip videos, you know? So mm. people, I kind of got ahead of that curve before it got super thirsty all over the place. Yeah. Now you got a <laughs> bunch of I've fitness always, stats. I, yeah, I always position myself as a resource rather than look at me. Yeah. And I think people started taking me seriously and trusting me and then, um, and then I helped um, create a bootcamp called the Phoenix effect. And um, was the lead instructor there. And we started doing, you know, um, Facebook photos where we tagged everybody in class afterward. And at the time, nobody was doing anything like that. And it went super viral because you would see me somehow in all these different algorithms because I was tagged with a zillion other people. So that caught people's attention. And then, um, like publicists and agents started hitting me up and that's where it kind of took off.
0: So who are some of your current clients? Can you name drop a few of them for me? For my So um,
1: the current client, like the current one that I have full release to talk about is Sheena Shea. Mm -hmm. I've also trained from Vanderpump Rules. I've also trained Katie Maloney on Vanderpump and Billy Lee, who's my first trans client. And she's still my client. Um, and then other clients I've signed NDAs uh, for. <laughs> and uh, But they have been on the networks of ABC, Fox, uh, HBO, FX.
0: So did you get to see any of like the uh, behind the scenes dynamics with the Vanderpump Rules cast since you seem to have uh, trained a couple of them or a few of them?
1: Yeah, I mean, I know a lot about that show i obviously don't know everything but uh i i hear a lot
0: (laughs) did did sheena ever try to date you
1: well she would constantly tell me that i was her type and she constantly (laughs) tell me i mean over and over again she was like oh my god if you were straight and I'd be like, calm down, you know, calm down. We're never gonna work out. <laughs> See, I feel like kidding.
0: Sheena just loves like a hot guy. She has a deep appreciation for hot guys.
1: Oh, she's a total um playboy.
0: She you know that that's the perfect way to describe her. She's the perfect female playboy. <laughs>
1: Yeah. She's totally cool. You know, it's like, um, we became like, uh, I became like older brother and she's like my bratty younger sister and oh we've God, had the that. best time ever. And we're like, we're like family. And, um, you know, she, um, we've been through kind of like the whole ride and everything. But what's funny is constantly to this day, we've been training together for a long time. People will, when there's a, it's kind of like, you guys need to be together. Like, why can't you guys, you know, be a couple. Oh, he's perfect for you, and then she'll be like, "Um,
0: yeah, but he's gay." <laughs> uh, well, you would date her though if you if that were your type.
1: Oh, totally. She's a babe. I mean, she's got it all. She's super, super smart, beautiful, like a very loyal person. Um, She's got it all together. I and so with that said, you know, I I want her with someone forty plus and a huge bank account and a really oh, nice guy.
0: Huge bank account. Okay. I'm here for it. Um, but she seems <laughs> to be do- she's making her money. She's doing her thing. She would like move to Marina Del Rey and on the show. So she's doing it. Um, what was your experience like working with like Katie and Billy? Cause I feel like over the past couple of years, Sheena, Katie, Billy, like they've all had very interesting relationships. Have you gotten to see them like interact and how, what was that like? I'm, I'm a big reality TV junkie. So I'm going to pick your brain about them for a minute.
1: Um, well, I think the the girls, um, from what I've seen have all like interacted, like, you know, like family, you know, they're a part of a cast. And so they all are very super respectful for each other. I mean, they all independently go through drama with each other too. Um, and then the rest of the cast. So it's like, um, a big dysfunctional family, but usually when I'm with them, I, I don't talk too much about the show or things like that unless they like bring it up
0: yeah all right so talk to me about sheena's slim down plan because you i mean this became like an instant bestseller it's on amazon you can get it on your website and it seems to be a pretty popular program and sheena's body is looking it's, it's it's looking great she had quite the glow up since her first season on vanderpump so can you give me a little overview of what the plan entails
1: Totally. Uh, The plan entails the exact guide on how we slimmed her down.
0: So we go, Oh,
1: the initial part we go. So essentially the book is like telling a story. It takes you through the whole process from the day we met until the current day. Right. So you're able to do the same thing. And we talk about in the beginning, how it all involves the mind and how you, Um, It's not just about goal setting, but it's also about adjusting your perspective on your body and working out and learning how to really commit yourself and go all in, you know. And then from there, you know, we go into um, not only like the aspects of the type of workouts you do, the type of exercises, but we go into why lifting heavy is very important and how to lift heavy. And then one of the best chapters is about the nutrition part, which my specialty is carb cycling. So it not only describes what carb cycling is, but how to do it. So it gives you a a basic guideline on how to do the carb cycling, which was one of the fundamental things that she did to slim down. And then we went into the kind of the final, and then we went, excuse me, went into cardio. So it showed the type of cardio that she did. Um, which was interval sprints and how that worked. So we did less cardio, but a specific type of cardio. And then finally, we started talking about what she's doing now that she slimmed down because it's a different kind of world. Mm -hmm. And that's more about sculpting and toning and how we adjusted those exercises. So the book is really meant to guide people on the whole journey to slim down.
0: So are you, because I feel like the traditional philosophy was do a lot of cardio, um, eat a lot of carbs, uh, you know, cut out fat, cut out sugar. And so I feel like now we're kind of learning more about different types of diets. We're seeing the Mediterranean diet's really becoming popular again. We have keto. We're seeing that now people shouldn't be afraid of lifting weights because that's what actually kind of tones your body. What is your kind of overall philosophy? Are you more cardio? Are you more weights? Like, what is your, um, what fitness philosophy do you try to inflict onto your patients? Uh, Sorry, onto your clients?
1: Well, I love to inflict things on them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know what? There's, like you said, there's so many great things out there. We're headed in such a positive direction in fitness. It's unbelievable. But at the same time, there's
0: so much information that we don't know what to do. Like, How do we decipher from all the other Instagram thoughts and fitness gurus and like what actually works?
1: Totally. Great, great point. So it's like, where do you go? Right. And that can cause a lot of craziness. Um, so from, I've trained for a while and and I'm a crash test dummy. So I've been dieting and I, I've been like, like in body dysmorphic disorder since I was 15. So I've tried everything and I have really, really hooked on to the things that I found that work. The main thing that works to slim you down very quickly is carb cycling. So that's, nutri- that's the nutrition standpoint. That's all I do um, for the diet portion, which is probably, in my opinion, about 65% of um, the results, right? And so, but it's also very custom, right? Food plants should be very, very custom to the individual based upon the types of foods you like, the types of foods you don't like. Do you have any digestive issues? so on and so forth. So I actually offer one of the main lines of business I have is I create custom carb cycles for people, um, individuals, so they can always contact me for that. Um, and then the second thing that I found that worked is lifting heavy to, um, stack on muscle, especially in the legs, um, because muscle burns fat and the more lean muscle you have, the more you slim down. And then you superset that with interval sprints, and that's the cardio portion. Interval sprints condenses your cardio into a fraction of the time, but it's more intense. Um, and so you kind of combine those two for the exercise portion. And then, of course, when you start really getting down towards your goal weight, you can stop lifting heavy and do more sculpting things, which is kind of body weight, bands, ropes, things like that. So that's kind of like my overarching um View on what works with fitness, and of course, if your life is full of stress and anxiety and worry, Mm -hmm. you have to get on top of that, or you will always be releasing um cortisol Cortisol. into your body, which will make you gain weight all the time.
0: So, carb cycling that is when you are is that kind of like intermittent fasting, where or where you have days where you eat carbs and then days where you don't eat carbs,
1: yeah. So it's similar to the depletion effect of fasting, but it is in a sense of what you eat and what you don't eat. So for about three days, you eat no carbs, all protein, fats, and veggies. And then just when your body can't take it anymore, you on the fourth day have carbs all day. It's healthy carbs, though, complex carbs. And so you flush your body with all of these carbs. And then just when your body's starting to get used to it, you snatch it away again and go right back into three days of no carbs. Then you give the fourth day carbs again. And so, what you're doing is you're tricking out the metabolism and getting it to work for you again and to burn fat. Because m- most of us, no matter how healthy and fit we are, once we surpass 30, our metabolism starts to decline. And this meal plan is like taking, you know, like paddles and shocking your metabolism back into submission.
0: So no carbs is in like no like not even like carrots apples like those types of carbs or like no carbs is in like no simple carbs.
1: So and and that's a, a great point. So a lot of things contain some grammage of carbs, right? Mm. But the lowest amount of carbs are in uh protein veggies and healthy fats, right? Okay. Um so you don't really have things like sweet potato or brown rice or black beans. You don't have any of that on the three days, but you do have it on the fourth day. So you're going to think in terms of no carbs like that.
0: Okay. And then when we do introduce carbs, that's when it's okay to have like sweet potatoes. Like we're not talking like having burgers and, and fries on a, on the fourth day, right?
1: No, not at all. But you can have things like blue corn tortilla chips and salsa. You know you can have things like you know um taco chicken tacos with corn tortillas corn is fine it's not the most digestible, but it isn't a it's not like bread or pizza
0: okay fair so I feel like um Summer is, is coming around the corner and everybody wants to try the latest diet fad. And I think right now keto is having like a strong moment. I recently interviewed Jillian Michaels, um, who is very, very anti-keto. So I want to know what your thoughts are on, on the diet, because I feel like paleo kind of already cycled out and now everybody's like gung-ho on all like just fat loading.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I totally get behind Jillian on that. I saw... um I saw her, you know, discussion about it and I saw how much flack she got. And Jillian Michaels is amazing because she'll just tell it for how it is. And she doesn't tell people what they want to hear or she's not in it for all the money. And we really need more of that in fitness. And the reality is, is I love keto in the sense of anything that can get obesity down to get weight off people, to get them focused on just getting themselves healthier. I love that. What I don't love about keto is it blasts your triglyceride and cholesterol through the roof. A lot of people will say no. A lot of people will throw facts at me and that's okay, but I've seen it time and time again. And we also have to look at balance, right? Balance for the body. Some people say carb cycling is not balanced. That's completely incorrect because unlike keto, carb cycling does include carbs. It includes all the food groups, carbs, fats. Proteins, veggies, all of it, aminos. Keto is extraordinarily high in fat and extraordinarily high in meat. And it's just something that can really bog down the diet. And it also creates, in my opinion, ultimately an unhealthy relationship with food. I can't tell you how many people I have heard that said, Oh my God, I did keto and I lost 20 pounds, and bitch, I gained it back in 30 days when I stopped. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's my view on keto.
0: So you're not, you're not a fan. You think, see, I think when I, when we spoke to her, she talked about how it's good to incorporate healthy fats. I think she kind of liked more of the Mediterranean diet as like just an overall kind of um, philosophy to follow. But I feel like people cutting out carbs and like really pushing their body to get into ketosis. It doesn't, to me, based off of the experts that we've chatted with, it doesn't seem like a sustainable lifestyle choice or diet choice like it kind of seems like it's something that people do to lose weight a little quicker, but then, like you said, eventually they they start to gain it back, which doesn't really sound like a sustainable diet at all. It sounds like a quick fad
1: right, so like for example, the carb cycling puts your body into a pseudo state of ketosis, mm-hmm. and just when it can't get that way anymore. It gives you carbs and then pushes you back into a state of ketosis. But this isn't something that is literally driving you into the ground. Right. Where, you know, or you're taking your healthy fats way overdrive. I include healthy fats in my meal plan, like avocado, like almonds, like olive oil, things like that are totally good. But it's when does it get super imbalanced?
0: So two other things that I want to chat with you about are stress, because you mentioned how stress raises your cortisol levels, and that is also what prevents you from gaining weight. And then another thing I want to talk to you about is body confidence. Because I feel like okay. – like, I know with me, I've gone through my own kind of journey where I've been really, really overweight, and I've been, you know, really, really underweight, and I've been all over the spectrum. And, like, right now, I think my body is probably the healthiest it's ever been, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm fully confident in my body, even though I'm not – like, I'm not fat, and I'm not too skinny. Like, I just – I feel like – um it's more of a mental philosophy and and the self-confidence thing within yourself. So how do you help coach clients that maybe have a good body, but don't necessarily feel confident it still?
1: Okay, great question. And congratulations to you for being in such a good spot with your body. Um, That's a big deal. You know, um, to be able to say that you're in the healthiest spot ever to date is a really good place to be in. So congrats to you. Thank you. And, um, I'll, I'll say it's, it's one of those things where I feel like you have to focus on gratitude. You have to be grateful mm-hmm. for every pound that you've lost. You have to be, when you're not losing weight, you have to be grateful for the fact that your, your flexibility is improving. When your flexibility is not improving, you have to be grateful for the fact that you came into the gym two times this week and last month you didn't come in at any time. So it's really about having a perspective, right? And then it's also, you know, staying present. Where am I right now on the journey? Not where do I need to be. So that's why I tell people never step on the scale ever.
0: Yeah, I gave so that up point, a long time don't, ago.
1: Don't weigh in. It's one of the worst things you can do mentally, in my opinion. Instead, to keep a healthy mindset, I say, don't bother looking in the mirror for the first few weeks at all. Start focusing on how do my clothes fit. That's how it the process happens naturally. You you notice your clothes start to fit differently. And then you'll hear people saying different things to you, right? You'll hear people going, oh, you look good. Are you losing weight or whatever that is? And then finally, you're the last to know. Mm. So to know that it happens in that process gives people, um, I think, a healthy perspective and takes them along a journey.
0: I like that. And what about stress? I feel like that's another really big one. How do we do you when your clients are really stressed at work, but yet they still commit to coming to the gym and they're, you know, eating a healthier diet, but yet they're still not seeing those results. What do you recommend for the stress levels?
1: God, you know, and this is a personal struggle with me too. And so some days I follow my advice and some days I don't, but I do know it <laughs> works. Um, I would say that one of the biggest things that happens is if you're in a career or in a relationship that um, is unhealthy for you or that you hate, um, you have to get out of it because your body will somehow resist progress. So it'll be in a state of restriction and then you'll be constantly firing cortisol, which is the hormone to cause you to gain weight. So, it's easier said than done. You know, I can't just go tell people dump him or quit the job, but instead explore what, you know, go into the question of what do I do here? Whether you want to journal about it or you want to talk to your therapist about it or meditation is really helpful, but to find your way getting into a healthy lifestyle, because people talk about lifestyle all the time, but they don't really, you know, it's like kind of like lifestyle goes beyond just what you eat and how, you know, what you lift, but it's also in what, what you ha- being healthy in all areas of your life.
0: 1000%. Like it's mental, it's emotional and it's physical. It's not just, you know, yeah. I think people focus on their diet and they focus on their fitness, but they don't focus on the emotional wounds that they haven't healed or making sure that they have the right mindset waking up every morning. 1,000%. Really true. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Seth. Where can people go to follow you, learn more, and get your Sheena Slim Down Guide?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, they can hit me up on Instagram, and my handle is Sethinator, S-E-T-H-E-N-A-T-O-R. Or they can um, check out bodybybrowning.com.
0: I like it. Thank you guys so much for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Check out Sheena's Slim Down and be sure to follow Seth at The Sethinator. I loved chatting with him. I loved picking his brain about the Vanderpump Rules stars. I probably will continue to pick his brain about them because I I love all things reality TV. I'm going to be incorporating some of the new tips and tricks I learned today. I'm going to stay grateful. I'm going to appreciate how much my body has has progressed over the past several years. I'm going to stay Present and I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna start to dabble in some carb cycling. So be sure to follow me on Instagram at JustPlainZach to follow my own fitness journey and my journey with my buddy. I think I'm actually gonna check out this this Sheena's Slim Down so I can be Sheena ready for this summer. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and listen to hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter every Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all the places. And don't forget to check out the new season of hashtag Adulting, which airs Tuesdays on all the podcast platforms as well. And until until next time, I'm gonna I'm a gonna, I'ma gonna be hashtag adulting. <laughs>